This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Heightened concern. The situation is dire. This Delta variant changes the game. COVID in the classroom. I think that's a harbinger for the schools come fall. Olympic allegations. I do believe there's doping in swimming. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The more health experts learn about the Delta variant of the coronavirus, the more they don't like. It's helped send COVID cases soaring. And as we hear from CBS's Laura Podesta, there's new information about how aggressive it is. According to published reports, the CDC found the Delta variant spreads as easily as chickenpox and appears to make people more sick than the original virus did. The agency is expected to publish its research today, along with a call to, quote, acknowledge the war has changed. In his latest vaccination push, as he laid out new COVID policies for federal workers, President Biden dangled incentives, $100 to get a shot. If incentives help us beat this virus, I believe we should use them. We all benefit. In Missouri's Ozarks, there's pressure to stay away from the vaccine. Dr. Priscilla Fraze has heard some people have dressed in disguise to get vaccinated. They're very concerned about how people that they love within their family and within their friendship circles and their work circles are going to react if they find out that they got the vaccine. Today, Israel's president got a third dose of the Pfizer vaccine, starting a program to give booster shots for people over 60. Pfizer says it might approach the U.S. government next month for approval of a third shot. Proof of vaccination needed this weekend to get into Lollapalooza, the music festival in Chicago. For this woman who went yesterday, it's all about safety. We have our N95 masks ready, so we're going to try and be front row for at least two artists. But otherwise, we're not trying to be, like, mingling too much. CBS's Nikki Batiste takes us to summer camp where the virus has cast a cloud. 
In rural Hudson, New York, news of a COVID outbreak at nearby Camp Pontiac has rattled the community. Monday it was 23, by Wednesday it was 31. They're all in the uh, 7 to 11 age group, so they're of course unvaccinated. Jack Meb is public health director in Columbia County where the camp is located. What was your reaction? Oh crap. Outbreaks have been reported at camps around the country. COVID can get in there. That's a harbinger for the schools come fall. Protocols for cafeterias, athletics, and buses are up in the air as the county waits on guidance from New York State. If buses still have to keep six feet or three feet between students, that's not going to allow us to bring all of our students back. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, Hudson, New York. Plenty of attention at the Tokyo Games on COVID testing. Today, as we hear from CBS's Steve Futterman, an American swimmer sounded off about testing for performance-enhancing drugs. It was after this race. Wheelop is going to go to the wall and win another goal. Murphy with a silver. The call on NBC that American Ryan Murphy said this. I do believe there is doping in swimming. The comments followed Murphy's silver medal performance in the men's 200-meter backstroke to a Russian swimmer, Yevgeny Reloff. Murphy didn't mention Reloff by name, but it was clear he was referring at least generally to Russian athletes. And that's because of things that have happened over the past. Olympic historian David Wolachinsky says there's a rich recent history of state-sponsored doping in Russia. When the Russian records were exposed, it turned out they were doping all of their athletes in every sport. Reloff denied he has done anything wrong. From yeah. my bottom of my heart, I'm for a clean sport. In other sports, a major upset in tennis, the world's number one player, Novak Djokovic of Serbia is out after losing a semifinal match. He was going for the Golden Slam, all four Grand Slam events in the same year, plus an Olympic gold medal. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Bad storms are blamed for a death in Wisconsin and one in Kentucky. In Bucks County, Pennsylvania, tornadoes did damage. The wind was so fierce and the trees were just completely bent over down to the ground. Early this morning, a flight carrying Afghans who helped American forces in their country during the war arrived in the U.S., 221 on board, including more than 70 children. Congress just voted to increase the number of Afghan visas by another 8,000. And the measure also includes $2.1 billion to boost security at the U.S. Capitol. Well, the families of eight Marines and a sailor who died a year ago when their amphibious assault vehicle sank off the southern California coast plan to sue the maker of the vehicle. Christiana Sweetwood and other relatives say BAE Systems knew for a decade or more about a design defect that makes it hard to open hatches when it gets underwater. Why is my son gone? Why was he not kept safe? He died the day before his 19th birthday. And the U.S. Navy has now charged a sailor with starting a fire last year that destroyed a warship off San Diego. A strong voice for the military, longtime Michigan Senator Carl Levin has died at 87. The six-term Democrat left Congress in 2014. During his time in Washington, he went to bat for the auto industry and pressed for accountability in corporate America. Well, the movie Black Widow has been out for three weeks. We have unfinished business. And unfinished business for star Scarlett Johansson includes a lawsuit against Disney. She claims her contract guaranteed an exclusive theater release. The movie was up for streaming at the same time it came out. She says that deprived her of potential earnings. Today, there's new music just out from Prince. Information overload. Welcome to America. 
The late singer's estate releasing Welcome to America, a 12-track posthumous album of material he finished up in 2010. Songs probe technology, racism, and political division. Music is a part of daily life for a man who spends a lot of his time at Atlanta's airport. CBS's Mark Strassman has his story. Tony Valentine Carter, the Atlanta airport's piano man. I play like this if one person is here or if 300 people are here. Carlos Whitaker felt an energy. Whitaker, a motivational speaker, reached out to his 170,000 Instagram followers. Whitaker collected virtual tips for a half hour. You got a lot of money coming your way, bro. Carter could use it. He gives himself kidney dialysis nine hours every day. Donations now top $66,000. I've cried for four days. That's amazing. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Atlanta. There's a demand for new action now that there's more turbulence in the skies. The Association of Flight Attendants is calling for criminal prosecutions of people who act up on planes because dealing with unruly passengers is getting more frequent and more violent. Shame on the passengers who have made this flight a living hell. According to a new survey, nearly one in five flight attendants reported getting touched, slapped, or hit by a passenger in the last year. The most common trigger is passengers who refuse to wear masks. Alcohol and flight delays were also factors. Monica Ricks, CBS News. No surprise at the top of last night's NBA draft. The Detroit Pistons selected 6'8 guard Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State. The 19-year-old playmaker and scorer says he's excited about turning around a team that's had a losing record for five straight seasons. That's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.
The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.